Welcome to Heroes of the Realm. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason He. Before we begin today's story, I'd like to thank our sponsor, the Gnomish Merchant Society of Canavalar, welcoming visitors and their gifts since the fall of Tenris. Never short on deals, visit your Gnomish broker for tall tales and other treasures from the Elven Lands and beyond. This week's story opens on the edge of the Sanguine Mountains at the outskirts of the Sylvan Tribal Lands. After the Battle of Realmsguard I and the Breach of the Leyline, Athenia has led Zerdin, Finn, and Gustav to her homeland. The half-elven princess seeks her mother, Queen Helena, hoping to prevent a full-scale war between elves and the realm. After many moons questing across the realm, Athenia feels both joy and anticipation returning to the sylvan forests and misty mountains of her youth, encountering old friends and mentors along the way. Leading the party to the Temple of the Cascades, Athenia meets an old friend, a snapping turtle named Dorn. Swimming in the streams fed by three waterfalls, Dorn greets Athenia and her friends and reminisces on his inability to teach Athenia the precious art of patience. Finn and Gustav are eager to learn of the vegetation of this place, and the turtle humors them before sunning himself on a rock. Reaching the Temple of the Cascades, our heroes find the convergence of three great waterfalls feeding a roiled pool of water. This is the hallowed source of lifeblood for the Sylvan people. Athenia tells her companions that on the autumnal equinox, after a long dry summer, the temple waters grow still and become the Mirror Pond, a rare omen allowing the queen to divine a prophecy. The party meets a priestess at the temple who offers mystical waters to our heroes in a lifeblood-sharing ceremony. Athenia learns that her mother is no longer in Sylvanlands, and at the queen's behest, the Huntmaster is summoning Sylvan warbands to the Hall of Redwoods. Forgoing the temptation to explore the Sanguine Mountains, our heroes descend from the temple to visit the Sylvan Huntmaster and learn more about the Queen's response to the Leyline Breach. Along the way, the party joins with another childhood friend of Athenia's, Neo the Centaur, the princess's archery instructor who is answering the Huntmaster's call to arms and representing the Sylvan Centaurs. Approaching the Hall of Redwoods, the forest floor grows thin of vegetation, only clover and trillium thriving under the towering redwoods. Finn discovers an amazing redwood burl, and in the distance, a fairy ring of great redwoods looms twice as tall as any of the surrounding trees. This is the Hall of Redwoods, where Athenia is greeted by Ferenike, huntmaster of the Sylvan Elves, who beckons Athenia to share news and introduce her party. Ferenike comments favorably on the princess's traveling companions. Your friends are rich in lifeblood. You've gathered a warband of heroic abilities. Ferenike tells of the upcoming Eldor Conclave, during which the leaders of the seven tribes discuss the fate of elvenkind. To prepare for this gathering, Athenia's mother has traveled north to talk with the elves of the Deep Root and the Fae, seeking to build an alliance. 
Ferenczi does not know whether to expect an alliance for peace or a coalition for war. The coastal elves have already sent their warships to answer the attack on the ley line. Ferenczi also conveys that Helena would like her daughter to bolster the alliance by sharing the story of the ley line's breach with Aemon Reese, the tribal elder of the Caledon elves. Leaving the Hall of Redwoods, Athenia stops to see another old friend, the rooted tree folk named Mossbeard. Mossbeard is glad to see Athenia and her companions. The old ant takes a particular delight in Gustav, asking the shrubbery artist why he hides his gifts from his friends, then offers to shake hands as a gesture of honor. Gustav is surprised when one of Mossbeard's fingers detaches, a rare gift from the ant to the artist. With practice, you will learn what this simple stick can do. Our heroes eventually arrive at Ethios, the story circle, and celebrate Athenia's homecoming with Azik and Kaizea, twin satyrs who taught the princess everything she knows about drinking, dancing, and dueling. The festivities that night are joyous and plentiful. Finn uses his newly awakened druidic powers to take the form of a ram to best Azik in a headbutting contest. And Zerdin accepts the satyr twins' challenge to a blindfolded duel, losing gracefully and learning a new knife-fighting skill in the process. Nerman Cordel the gnome arrives, curious about the elven diadem. A fine treasure of the Caledon elves and Zerdin's elvish lute. A priceless instrument crafted in the crystal city by Vismani Ashar. Nermancortal then gives Athenia an elder token of wood and amber, a gift and an obligation from Queen Helena for the princess to meet with Aemon Rhys in the Caledon city of Canavalar. Join us next time for more Tales of Valor from the Heroes of the Realm.